Hey guys, I wanted to check in with my election update. Um, I've been looking at Twitter, looking at the news, and I just kind of wanted to see where everybody's head is at. I know it has been like pins and needles for all of us, and there are so many contested states that I anticipate will be contested even more than what we've seen so far. Um, and I think the current sitting president has made it very clear that he intends to challenge this election by hook, by crook, by line, or by sinker. Um, and so I'm kind of checking in to see what do you guys think? Like, I'm a little bit concerned um, with the Democratic strategy regarding this election. And I mean, I don't know if it's a Democratic strategy. I know the Democrats largely push vote by mail um, while Trump pushed vote in person. Don't trust the mail. And I think it was because he knew that he planned to challenge all these mail-in ballots and he didn't want to challenge his own supporters. Right. So it's a strategy for him. Um, and so I just hope that the Democrats with that mail-in strategy, while we did keep each other safe and it was what we, we chose to do, I hope it doesn't come back to bite us. You know, I, I think that the rate at which some of these votes are being counted seems, you know, in the words of my man T.I., expeditious. Um, some states are being called for him before these elections have been, cert been certified. I think that's a grave mistake on, on behalf of mainstream media to call these states early. I feel like we should all just have the patience. We should have say, listen, the election won't even be discussed, called or certified until at the very earliest, November the 16th. I think if you're running a fair, just and square campaign, it's going to take at least two weeks to count these ballots. We're talking about, I mean, look at it, guys. We're talking about 140 million plus ballots, 140 million ballots. And you mean to tell me, and I know for an absolute fact that most of these ballots were melon. It's being said on the news. I mean, it doesn't take much common sense to know that most people voted early or voted by mail. And when you're talking about numbers that large, I'm my stomach's tight. My stomach's tight about how fast they're turning out these results. They're they're calling the campaign entirely too early, the election entirely too early, in my in my opinion, in Biden's favor. I think we need to be patient. I don't think we should be calling this election at all. Um, I think that we should at least give the illusion that a, a fair election was ran and that the ballots were counted properly. Um, you, you're leaving this to human error. I mean, if you're telling me this is being done by hand and humans are scanning it in and, and you know, they have to compare signatures in order for the ballot to be valid to you, what's on your driver's license. I mean, it is not as easy as sliding it through a machine. And um, I'm worried about that. I, I have to say I'm worried about that because not that I don't think that Biden would have won fair and square because I do think that while we have a very divided country, confusingly divided, um, I do think that there was potential for Biden to win fair and square. However, um, I, I, I don't think this is going to be a fair, a fairly fought race. Um, I think a lot of people who voted earnestly, who voted to support change, um, are not going to get their voices heard because of these challenges that are going to come. It's going to um, force all of us to, especially, especially as people of color and as black people, it's going to force all of us to lose even more faith in, in, the, in the legal process and the justice system that we have put in charge to, to protect, protect us. Um, and, and, and you know what? In the past, whenever there is an issue of high stakes, the justice system has failed to protect people of color time and time again. And so I am extremely nervous to the point of nauseam about what's to come with this um, election. I mean, you're trying to uproot a sitting president. It's going to be difficult. He's not going to walk away easy or gracefully. 
Um, you have big states that are being contested, like Pennsylvania, which 20 electoral votes. Um, and, you know, the, the remaining county to be counted is Philly. And while you would think that Philly would be mostly urban and would mostly support Joe Biden, you, you really can't be too sure. You really can't be too sure, guys. And I think we need to be patient. I think we need to hold off on declaring any sort of short-sighted victories um, because I, I don't think... I don't think it's going to go the way we think it's going it's going to go. Um, and, and I don't want for there to be more division in this country than there already is. I, I got some reports that in Oregon, riots are breaking out. They deployed the National Guard. People are getting tense. The media is like, you know, making Trump seem even crazier than he can make himself seem. And it's 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 a lot happening right now. So I just want everybody, if you listen to my podcast... You know, I'm glad that you voted. If you did vote, um, I'm glad you allowed for your voice to be heard. I just think that we have to be prepared as as citizens of this country to protect ourselves, to protect our families, because if we are relying on the criminal justice system, if we're relying on the Supreme Court, if we're relying on the appellate court, or if we're relying on any court system to secure anything in fairness and equality for us as people of color we will be waiting for a day that is likely never to come now i'm not trying to be pessimistic i'm a realist and i know how things have gone in the past we've seen it time and time again and 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 this election is going to come down to a couple court decisions i'm i'm almost positive i don't care if joe biden wins in the landslide i don't care if he wins philadelphia i mean i'm sorry pennsylvania and he turns around and wins nevada um, it, it ain't gonna go down like that, you know. It, it you know, it, <clears throat> Trump did not get to where he got to being a sitting president, a, a person with no political background, became a sitting president of the United States on nothing more than wing, prayer, and cash because that is all he had, you know, and some really good connections. And when I say really good connections, do you understand money? As a matter of fact, money can't even get you a solid presidential campaign because ask Kanye right Kanye's a billionaire I think he netted 350 million dollars in profit he couldn't even get a good position on the ballot he was writing at best right so you mean money is not what got Trump on that ballot so like let's put that to the side he is on the ballot because he is very well connected to some very influential people who really really do run this country I know we all like to think that is the president that runs the country. We all like to think it's the Senate that runs the country, the House. No, the people who run this country are people who we have never met and we have never seen. They are the influential powers that decide how the market is going to move. They decide what laws are going to get passed and why. And there are a lot of really influential people who are deeply vested, deeply vested into number one, keeping this man out of prison. Because he got his whole tax thing going on. And once that gets uprooted, a lot of financial institutions who back this man behind what allegedly is, you know, fraudulent loan activity, they're going to have to come take their seat at the table. These CPA firms who allegedly backed him, who prepare his financial statements, the people who certify his statements as, as accurate and true, the people who did his audits, who did his appraisals on his properties, like everybody going to have to come take a seat at the table. And these are some really high powered people with a lot to lose and so I don't know I don't know I don't know if it's gonna go down like that and so I don't want to be I'm cautiously optimistic right I'm cautiously optimistic because I would love 
love, you know, to, 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 to have a brighter day ahead of us where we can all sing Kumbaya at the table. But I'm also a realist. And I know that what's happening behind the scenes is a lot more than what we see on the surface, which is simply um, a presidential election. We are talking about the global economy. We are talking about fraud. We are talking about um, social justice. We are talking about um, health rights for human beings. We're talking about abortion rights. There's a lot on the table and there are a lot of people um, very pressed, very pressed to, to prevent equality in this country. So, um, you know, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and let y'all go. Thank you for tuning in to my brief uh, electoral thoughts. Share yours if you have any. Um, you can always email me, guys. Uh, I, I'm still with that set podcast at gmail.com or like, comment, rate, and subscribe to my podcast. I will be dropping a non-election related podcast episode this evening. Um, which is going to talk a little bit about whether NCAA athletes should be paid. I'm really excited about this episode because I think that's a conversation we don't, you know, it's 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 a it's a way to get away from things we can't control and move forward or toward things that we probably could have a lot more control over. So um, thank you guys again. TTYL. Bye, guys.